and welcome to Navigating Frailty, a roadmap for California families, the care planning and estate management podcast for Californians. I'm your host, Bob Scrivano, and for over 30 years, I've been helping seniors and their families confront and deal with the many issues of aging. I've been helping families for 30 years with long-term care issues, nursing homes, Medi-Cal, how do we pay for it, how do we take care of grandma and grandpa, Um, who's going to be the caregiver, Uh, how do we pay for it, all of the issues of aging. I've written a book called Navigating Frailty, um, which just is a roadmap to how we're going to deal with the issues of aging. And I've been doing that for a long time. This podcast is presented by Assets and Aging and airs every other week on all the major podcast platforms, as well as on my website, assetsandaging.com. Today's episode is more urgent than usual, and I'll be discussing California's Prop 19 and the massive implications it will have for parent-to-child transfers on the family home and any real estate for that matter. I need to put in a little caveat here. Because this is so new and confusing, Prop 19 may be the most confusing proposition ever written. Everything I'm about to talk about is my opinion only. You should always check with your CPA or tax advisor for specific tax advice. For the last two, three weeks, people all over the state of California have been taking a look at Prop 19. Uh, uh, elder law attorneys, estate planning attorneys, people like me, I'm an LDA, I'm licensed to prepare legal documents, Um, uh, title companies, real estate agencies, everybody's trying to figure out what Prop 19 means. In a recent uh, webinar that that I was part of with the LA County Assessor, who was a very smart guy, 70% of the questions he was asked were answered with, we don't know. So we don't know, and as as time unfolds and this broadcast goes and time after, rules may change, directions may change, but I'll give you what I have today to the best of my knowledge. Prop 19 was passed as, uh, let me get you the exact name of it. Prop 19, because I think it's important. Prop 19 was passed as the Fire, what was it called? The Firefighters Something and Something Initiative. I, I can't, it, 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 was, it had a weird name to it. And everybody thought that Prop 19 was about uh, taking care of firefighters and wildfires and all that kind of stuff. Well, I have news for you. That was not true. This is about reassessment of real estate. This is about reassessing property on the transfer between a parent and a child. That's what this was all about. This was done by the real estate agency, they, a, a, a real estate industry. They poured $47 million into this proposition. Its purpose was to get properties reassessed and get fam- seniors to sell their homes or or sell their rentals or whatever prior to Prop 19. It was an effort to get more people to sell their homes, specifically seniors. Uh, and I'm not making this up, folks. It's not a it's not a made up deal. 
The actual name of the uh, the proposition was the property tax transfers, exemptions, and revenue for wildfire agencies and counties amendment. Passed with 51% of the vote because people didn't know what they were voting for. That's my opinion. I'm going to tell you what it deals with. Most of that proposition deals with reassessing real estate upon transfer from parent to child. The current rules basically say, and, and this is a simplification, that when mom and dad died, let's say mom and dad had a house and a little rental property in their revocable living trust, and upon their death, they left it to Manny, Mo and Jack, their three lovely children. Well, Manny, Mo and Jack got the nice little house and got the little rental, whatever it was, and there was no reassessment generally because it was considered a parent-to-child transfer. Well, guess what Prop 19 did? Throw all of what I just said out. Because now Prop 19 says, if, if all you have is a family home, you just have a family house. You don't have any rentals. You got a house at 1234 B Street or wherever it is. And you have a nice little trust. Maybe you don't have a trust, but I'm going to, whatever it is. And in that nice little trust, after you and your wife died, you said the property goes to Manny, Mo, and Jack, our three lovely children, or it goes to Alice, our lovely daughter, whatever it is. Here's what Prop 19 says. Prop 19 says you can transfer that residence to your child at a value of up to a million dollars as long as your child lives in it there's no reassessment. If your child does not live in it, it will be reassessed. So let me give you a little, for instance, okay? So, and this is not, this is not new. I have a client right now that has a property that they bought for $40,000 in the Bay Area. How many years ago do you think that was? That property now has a fair market value of $2 million. Now, they're paying property taxes on $40,000 on on the assessed valuation, which right now is about $100,000, a little over $100,000. Remember, they bought it, and every year under Prop 13, the assessment goes up. So their assessed valuation is a little over $100,000. But the fair market value is $2 million because it's in the Bay Area. It's in Fremont. It's nothing special. Folks, there's places all over California that people bought for fifty or $100,000, lived in it for 30, 35 years, and now it's worth over a million dollars, maybe $2 million. Condos in the Bay Area that people bought for $100,000 are now worth two, two and a half million dollars. Condos, just because people owned them for a long time. There's areas around Sacramento, areas around LA, areas around San Diego, everywhere where people bought houses a long time. They didn't do anything. They just lived in it. So now in my example, my client, unless one of the children, and we don't know whether it's all children because there's three children. The, the rule doesn't say, the proposition doesn't say, would all three kids have to come and live in the house? If none of the kids come and live in the house, it's going to be reassessed at its fair market value of $2 million. Because it's not their principal residence. It's the house they used to live in 
They now live in another house since their principal residence. And oh, by the way, that principal residence they bought years ago, and it's now worth over a million dollars. Those, unless one of the children agrees to live in their principal residence, it's all going to be reassessed. And the rental house, the first house, the one they used to own, is going to be reassessed anyhow because it's not their principal residence. No, I'm not making this up. I wish I could give you more examples. But, and by the way, this law goes into effect on February the 16th. Guess what? February the 15th is a holiday. The 14th is a Sunday. The 13th is a Saturday. County recorders aren't going to be opened. So the the last day, the 12th of February, is probably the deadline day. Isn't it nice they did this? I, I Again, I'm not making it up. And the Board of Equalization, neither they nor the legislature have taken any action whatsoever to allay this, delay this, or define any of the terms as of the date of this podcast, the date I'm, I'm recording this podcast. I don't know what to tell you, folks. Prop 19 is bad. If you own a house over a million dollars or you own a house and any other real estate, two rentals, 20 acres up in Auburn that you thought you were going to build on someday, but you didn't, a five-acre parcel in Palo Alto that you were going to build on someday, but didn't. I don't know. If you own a house over a million dollars or close to a million dollars, fair market value, and you own and you own any other real estate, you ha- you may have a serious problem when it comes to what happens after you're dead and what happens to those properties as far as reassessment goes. I have a friend who's an elder law attorney. If this goes, if if, if they don't do some stuff really quickly, he has a property in San Francisco that at his death would be the reassessment would be so high that the rent wouldn't cover it but it wouldn't even cover half of what the reassessment would be and the property he owns in San Francisco is rent controlled so he can't raise the rent prop 19 is a big deal folks and you need to understand it for more information you should be write this down you should be checking my website for podcasts You should be checking my Facebook page for Facebook information, Facebook Live. You should be going everywhere you can, and then you should be emailing me or calling me, all of which is available on my website, which I'll give you in a minute. If you uh, uh, find yourself in any of this position, and it's not February the 16th yet, there may still be time for you to mitigate or find answers or solutions to what Prop 19 is going to do to you and your family. This is for real. Prop 19 is for real. I'm not making this up. Everybody thought it was about firefighters and wildfires. It's not. In fact, it's expected to raise, listen to the number, $2 billion, with a B, dollars in new property tax revenue that will all go to cities, counties, municipalities, and other places. Two billion, and they don't even know if that number's correct. It could be twice that. Prop 19, a a disaster for property owners and seniors in California. Thanks so much for listening. 
Give me, make sure you contact me if you have more questions. Call me, send me an email, go to my website, assetsandaging.com. Sign up for a webinar, get more information, call me. My phone number's on that site. Send me an email. Again, thanks for listening. This has been Navigating Frailty, a roadmap for California families. I'm your host, Bob Scrivano. Be sure to check out past and future episodes of this podcast, all about the many practical, logistical, and financial issues of aging and seniorhood. If you know someone to whom this information would be helpful, please be sure to share this podcast with friends and family. These are all really, really important issues. Thanks again for listening. See you again in a couple weeks. Have a great, safe day, and remember to stay and close and love your family. Have a great day. Bye-bye.